Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my newest podcast episode, I explain what the Amazon and Grubhub strategic partnership could mean long-term for the internet retailing giant. But before we get started, I would love if you took 45 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. Perfect. Now Jeff Bezos can get his protein shakes from Emerald City Smoothie even faster with the help of Grubhub. I mean, have you guys seen Jeff Bezos lately? It looks like he's definitely replaced all of that stress from being the Amazon CEO with hitting the gym. Probably being new buds with The Rock doesn't hurt either. Enough with the jokes, though. What does Jeff Bezos, a Seattle-based smoothie bar, supplement store, and Grubhub have to do with each other? Well, on July 6, 2022, Grubhub and Amazon announced they had entered into a strategic partnership. As part of the deal, Amazon Prime members in the U.S. have the ability to get Grubhub Plus, the company's premium subscription service that normally costs $9.99 a month, for an entire year free. That means somewhere around 150 million American households that reportedly have Amazon Prime membership can use Grubhub without delivery fees in more than 4,000 US cities. That's fairly massive news if you ask me. So kind of why do I think that? I'm going to be honest here and say that I've never placed an order on Grubhub. Heck, I haven't even downloaded the Grubhub app, so it hasn't even entered into my restaurant delivery consideration set. Now with this new Amazon deal, it certainly will for me, and I'm definitely not a special snowflake, so it's going to do the same thing for many others, and that's the magnificence of this deal. We can already see this happening with Grubhub's mobile app shooting up the rankings in the United States. Along with the obvious near-term Amazon Prime benefit, the deal included warrants that give Amazon the right to buy a 2% stake in Grubhub. And then based on meeting some certain performance metrics, mainly bringing Grubhub more customers, which should be quite easy for Amazon, it will have the right to buy another 13% stake in Grubhub. So let's kind of talk about why each party entered into this strategic partnership. I'll start with Grubhub because that one is pretty easy and kind of simple for me to explain to you guys. According to recent Bloomberg second measure data, Grubhub has 13% of the US meal delivery consumer spending as of May, 2022. That would put them in third place behind DoorDash that has close to 60% of the market and Uber Eats that controls just over a quarter of the meal delivery market share. As stated earlier, with over 150 million estimated Amazon Prime accounts in the United States, Grubhub should see a substantial lift to its customer file that currently has around 32 million diners. Food delivery is almost entirely a commodity business, and if Grubhub can offer a better price to consumers that's subsidized by one of the largest companies in the world, 
it's likely that many customers will switch providers. More diners equal more revenue and more market share. Those projected commercial improvements would help the overall investment profile of the food delivery brand, as the parent company JustEatTakeaway.com has stated that they continue to explore the partial or full sale of Grubhub. If you remember, JustEatTakeaway.com only just completed the $5.8 billion all-stock acquisition of Grubhub in June of last year. The post-pandemic environment has changed the food delivery market, and though JustEatTakeaway.com has stated as a strong cash base to finance its business plan, analysts believe the company needs to raise around $1 billion in new funding to achieve free cash flow break-even. That brings us to Amazon. What about the positives for the internet retailing giant, at least in this near term? For my longtime Amazon Prime members, you likely remember that Amazon had been in the U.S. food delivery business before with Amazon restaurants. The service was launched in fall of 2015. It lasted about four years because it lacked sufficient restaurant supply. In June of 2019, Amazon said it made the decision to exit restaurant deliveries to focus more on its growing grocery delivery business. Since Grubhub is a subsidiary of JustEatTakeaway.com, it's hard to calculate how much this stake is actually worth, but it's likely a key reason why Amazon agreed to the deal and is an inexpensive way for them to resume U.S. restaurant delivery. In typical Amazon fashion, they are known to acquire warrants to buy stock in companies, prodding these partners to support the online retailer's business without putting up money for a total acquisition. It's important to note that Amazon also owns a 16% stake in the UK food delivery brand Deliveroo, which is a competitor to Just Eat Takeaway's European business. For the final part of this content, I want to kind of assume this strategic partnership goes extremely well between Amazon and Grubhub to the point that Amazon does exercise those warrants to reach 15% ownership and then actually begins considering the acquisition of the entire Grubhub asset. So why do I believe that Amazon would be interested in this kind of full mergers and acquisitions transaction? I guess firstly, and maybe most obviously, Amazon wants to increase the perceived value of its prime membership. In doing so, it gives them retention benefits in the short term and then eventually additional pricing power long term as they want to kind of raise prices over time. Next, it would give Amazon additional ad inventory and another lever to pull when it comes to growing its advertising business. Similarly, knowing what consumers are ordering from restaurants and Amazon, plus how it kind of melds together over time would be super unique insights for something like CPG brands. It would make selling their Amazon Marketing Cloud Analytics packages much easier. Another initiative that a Grubhub acquisition would help with is around growing Amazon pay. Amazon would now have relationships with about 320,000 restaurant partners. I also think order density is important here in the long run. If you can add food delivery items to your Amazon quick deliveries, it could improve those instant needs unit economics. Along those lines, Amazon is obviously a master of logistics, so it instantly helps routing for Grubhub. 
And then finally, even with life going back to some sense of normalcy, 53% of adults and 64% of millennials admit that purchasing takeout and delivery food is essential to the way that they live. Amazon desperately wants exposure to this large and still growing part of the e-commerce market. And I just want to end on some quick final thoughts. While this is mostly a test at this point, there's potentially a ton on the line here. DoorDash is far from a chump company. In fact, they generated almost $5 billion in revenue in 2021 in a food delivery market that's expected to grow another 8% this year. I don't want to throw around this kind of like disruptive word willy-nilly, but there is a lot to get excited about for Amazon if things positively work out. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 